The Empire Builder made his point with the Great Great Northern Railway. From Chicago to Seattle, from Pembina to Sioux Falls. Oh, this is a new Amtrak campaign. A lot of telling rather than showing going on in those lyrics, which are and this song that we're just is not related to what we're talking about this morning, other than in subject matter. I want to point that out. Okay. Here is our resident historian, Felix Bunnell, Mr. History himself, with a, a new documentary about James J. Hill, who's the founder of the Great Northern Railway and who many consider to be one of the most consequential figures in Northwest history. This uh, documentary is going to premiere later this month. So uh, you talk to the f- filmmaker. Uh, first of all, you're brought to us by Lake Washington Windows and Doors. You talk to the filmmaker, why is James J. Hill so important? Well, you know, you can't really overstate the importance of the railroad in the 19th century in terms of economic expansion and linking the country together culturally and politically. And that economic part is still true to this day, as that recent threat of a railroad strike showed just last week. But this new four-hour documentary called The Empire Builder is about uh, more than just the railroad. Now, I don't like it when someone tries to compare people from different eras saying, like, like Rupert Murdoch is the Genghis Khan of the 2000s yeah. or whatever. Um, now, Stephen Sadis, he's made a number of local documentaries, like about the Seattle Rainiers, about the old interurban railroad. So I asked him to make a comparison to the main character in his new documentary. And when he said Bill Gates is like the James J. Hill of, of his time, I, I said, thought, I thought Hill sounded more like Jeff Bezos. King Street Station, down at the south end of the city. Wait, uh, that's not the one we're going to play. We're going to play the correct one there. Sorry about that. You know, actually, that, that, might, be a be- that might be a better... Uh, uh, a- analog uh bezos went in with the idea that we're going to lose money for the first 25 years but he's going to build market share and hill was a big uh advocate of seeing different markets finding out that there are rate pooling or price fixing agreements among railroad and steamship companies and he would go in there and figure out if he could undercut them and that is what he did time after time after time, reducing rates by 20, 23 uh, percent sometimes. And so he was all about volume. He was all about greater tonnage, lower fares. And so, so yeah, Bezos, good call. Um, so that, <laughs> <laughs> that great men of history model, it's sometimes discredited for oversimplifying stories about the past. But James J. Hill seems to be an exception. You know, he was born in Canada in 1838. He was the founder of the Great Northern Railway in the late 19th century, and that's the route that came over Stevens Pass and that boosted Seattle by choosing it for its terminus. It's a complex story. Again, this is a four-hour documentary. It goes from Hill's modest upbringing to his rise in St. Paul, Minnesota as a young shipping clerk to creating that railroad and building a route across the country. One of the only railroads to do it without government subsidy. He didn't take the land grants well all the other guys did, and the only transcontinental railroads never declare bankruptcy. Now, Hill impacted the Northwest in many ways. He did things like help develop the apple industry in Wenatchee and then lowered rates uh, to create a market for Northwest lumber on the other side of the country. And he altered the built environment in ways that still affect where we live. Um, We've talked here before about that 1904 railroad tunnel that still runs under downtown. Hill gets credit for how that cleaned up the waterfront and made it easier for rail and the growing urban core to coexist. Now, I'm personally partial to that 1914 Salmon Bay Bridge west of the locks. That's in the process of being preserved. That's, that's where I actually met up with uh, Stephen Sadis the other day. Um, and Stephen has his own f- uh, favorite James J. Hill landmark. King Street Station, down at the south end of the city, uh, was built in 1906. And while I was reading about it, I had no idea that it's almost an exact duplicate of the Campanile in uh, Venice. And uh, so, and and I also didn't know that 
that used to be the tallest structure in the whole city before the Smith Tower. Yeah, so it's this elegant tower that looks just like the, the bell tower in Italy. And it, um, it actually was the tallest building for eight years before the Smith Tower uh, caught up in 1914. And the Smith Tower hold that post, held that until 1962 when the Space Needle um, usurped it. Now, Hill was also a pretty progressive thinker and clearly a brilliant guy. And that made an impact in the Northwest. Stephen Sadis says Hill gave a way ahead of its time speech at the 1909 Alaska Pacific Yukon Exposition. That was the World's Fair that was held on the UW campus. He tells the people of the Northwest, he says... This is the last bastion of resources, natural resources, this country has. What are you going to do with your soil? What are you going to do with your salmon? What are you going to do with your timber? What are you going to do to preserve these things? Um, Because his experience was that he'd seen the Midwest be uh, devastated. And the crazy thing about it is in 1909, he mentions climate change as a result of these clear-cutting practices. Um, And so this is a fellow who um, had access to a lot of data. He had a photographic memory and absorbed all this stuff, translated it, and forecasted it better than anyone. Yeah, it's, uh, everyone paid heed to what he said, and everything turned out great. Yeah, and here we are. If there's no smoke outside this morning. It's a beautiful day. Well, and... if only we just stuck with railroads instead of moving to cars, it'd be fine. <laughs> exactly. Right? Now, there's still a big statue of James Hill on campus left over from 1909. The bottom line, really, is that Emp- the Empire Builder shows how Hill is still justifiably a larger-than-life character. You know, he even found his way into great American literature. After the new film was completed, um, Stephen Sadis rode on a train, the Empire Builder, the cross-country train named after Hill, from St. Paul all the way to Portland with 20 of Hill's descendants to preview the entire production. After watching one of the episodes, uh, which has the quote on it from uh, F. Scott Fitzgerald, it says, uh, if Gatsby had lived, he would have been a great man. He'd have been like James J. Hill and would have built up this country. And this kid comes up to uh, a relative of his and he said, I just finished reading The Great Gatsby and I had no idea that my great-great-grandfather is being compared to Jay Gatsby. And uh, for him to put that together, uh, that was kind of rewarding. Yeah, and Hill's death was uh, in May 1916, was front-page news in Seattle, and his adopted hometown of St. Paul shut down for his funeral. The film's going to be, uh, you can order it as a DVD now, it'll be online next week. Um, I'm also going to hold out for the Hollywood adaptation where I think Colin Farrell will play Isaac Stevens in the opening <laughs> sequence of Isaac Stevens uh, mapping the railroad route across the country. But it really is a great it's, – it's not just for railroad buffs. It's a great story about America and about the Northwest. Were you standing at the locks or something? Yeah, it's I, the bells ringing and everything. We were looking over okay. the bridge there, the Salmon Bay Bridge yeah. that James J. Hill had a hand in uh, building right there. I thought so. somebody's alarm clock was going on. <laughs> <laughs> the seagull. Yeah, added the seagull effects later just to give it that ambiance. That's very nice. <laughs> Historian Felix Bunnell, all his features at mynorthwest.com. Thanks, Felix. Thanks, Dave.